All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of A Power with Pops. You are on the air, coming to you from Boca Fiesta on Saturday night. Uh, it was it the 30th today? It's the 30, it's 29th, 744. 29th, 744 on the 29th. This is my actually anniversary weekend of, with me and my wife. We've been together since Halloween 99. See, yeah, me and Becca got together uh, at Fest. Did you really? On, there you go, 1025. No 2007. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I got a tattoo there. Nice. So one, nice. We actually got married. <laughs> Best week in 2004. Oh wow, wow! That that weekend, which was kind of fun because it was I've George been... George Rebello was my best man, and they had oh, the nice. place tonight. So nice. It was fucking. It was it was a quick wedding, you know, because the fest and shit was happening. But I have a feeling a lot of people crashed into each other here. Oh, totally. Know? Yeah, for sure. sure. But um, we're I'm coming to you from the uh, musical festival weekend. 15 years of this going on here in Gainesville. Uh, it seems to be a good turnout this year. Uh, hopefully everybody's being safe and uh, nice to one another. Uh, actually, I got somebody that I know here this evening. He was nice enough to come by and chat with me. Uh, the band that he's in is uh, putting out their, I think, first album in, what does it say, 10 years? Yeah, it just came out. First album since 2007. Okay, six, six, and, and my guest tonight is... Uh, my name's Garrett O'Donnell of uh, Planes for Sacred for Stars. Yes, and like you said, you guys got a new album out. Yes. And so yeah. what that what um what brought what what made you guys after decide to do that after ten years? Well, when we broke up initially, it was all stuff like out of our wheelhouse. It was yeah, not, yeah. We all loved each other. We all still do, and it was not like you know it was very acrimonious. Like it wasn't like we hated each other. One yeah, guy totally. was a dick or anything. It was just uh. Shit went tits up, and it, I was being kind of an impetuous child about it because all the guys were like, "Well, you know, when when everything went bad, I was like, unless everybody could do it 110 percent, I'm not doing it at all. Is everybody 110 percent?" And like two of the guys raised their arms, "No." <laughs> right, right, right. And they're like, "But can we just still play music on when we get a chance?" I was like, "No, playing just a 110 percent thing." Right. It didn't go too long. Until we started really missing each other, and I started really putting it together that I was just being a, a jerk. Yeah, know? yeah. And that it seems silly, as short as our ride is here. Yeah. On this rock to to eschew things that really genuinely make you happy and genuinely define you in your life split. You yeah, know? yeah. So we started playing shows and uh, intermittently when we could, and we did that for many years. Just very lightly yeah and then we just got to thinking like well it seems like we still have those juices let's like try to it seems stupid to not write new yeah stuff let's see and if it hadn't gelled we wouldn't have wrote yeah right right we wouldn't have written the record we wrote you know but it did gel and it was exciting and i mean it was a hard process because like we were talking earlier you know you get to be kind of saltier dogs when you're older ten, yeah. ten years apart from playing and like just yeah we're just older <laughs> 40 is a different and, and you get 40 you get your own habits your yeah own it's different shit. than 25 yeah. like you're not, sure. not everybody's just worried about just getting like trashed and like punching Going holes in out. the sun you know <laughs> right. now it's like I mean the music means as much or not more than it used to yeah you know well I, I gotta say the, the album is uh, 
I listened to a couple tracks and I, I sent you that little thing, yeah, that yeah. little thing. And I mean, Thank it you. definitely, dude, it was like an awesome shit, man. The I mean, it's, it's it's really good. I, I really. It's very adult themed. Yeah. No, but yeah. It's got yeah. The, it's got the same fire. I yeah, think, yeah, as, like, totally, very totally. Younger, but like, they're very, it's very topical to. Yeah, the, it's the road that we've laid behind us. It's more mature. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, th let me ask you, where, um, where originally did you come from? Like, where, where, where you, uh, where do you hail from originally? I'm originally from Peoria, Illinois, and um, that's where the band formed, and I believe '97. So okay. we're coming up on our 20 year. Oh wow. Uh, I believe '97. If we hadn't played a show yet, we were like fermenting it. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so. We're based out of Peoria, but there's so many like different different chapters. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then we all moved to Denver in like 2000. Thirteen of us moved together and oh, had wow. like almost like our own little crew. Yeah, our own little compound between a couple different houses nice. in the same neighborhoods. And that was a whole chapter. And then in 2007, I moved back to Peoria to be with my kids. Uh, going through a pretty messy divorce. And yeah, then, yeah. And the option was, if you ever want to see your kids again, you're moving to Peoria. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, that's kind of a yeah. no-brainer. Don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah, you know. Right. So I followed my kids. In the meantime, I, I, I spent a couple years chasing a very fine lady around Gainesville. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd fly <laughs> in when I could afford it. Yeah. Sold my hardcore record collection. And it was worth every, every, every cent. And so we have a Gainesville kind of home, yeah. too, you know, so I feel like... I mean, you guys had... have played here so much, and yeah. you guys, I mean, you guys, well, I mean, there rooted. is a connection between pretty much Chicago and Illinois and Gainesville, like, yeah, there's, oh, yeah. there's a there's a good connection there, like there is with us in, like, parts of, yeah. like, New York and Jersey and other places like that, I, you know. It's... I've never lived in Gainesville proper, like, lived, I've never actually had my own address but yeah. I feel like when you ask me when people ask me where I'm from sometimes I have to really think where am I from I yeah, mean I yeah. was born in Peoria but I've spent some of the most formative years of my life in Gainesville and in Denver and in Chicago okay and right, so right. it's just like I've bounced around yeah and so it depends on like what mindset I'm in where is my mindset now yeah from? yeah right now yeah. I'm from Gainesville okay yeah you know? yeah totally totally <laughs> that makes sense so, like, so you, you said you grew up in Pierre, Illinois, so you graduated high school there and everything? And yes. Did you go to college there? Uh, well, no, I started a band. I started to go to community college for, uh, I, was, I was taking um, psychiatry. Okay. You know, like, yeah. I wanted to get into, like, social work, and I took a couple classes, but I I would just zone out and write lyrics. Yeah. Okay, so you were definitely, you were yeah. an artist. Is that something you found early? Like as a young kid, was it something that you grew up around? Like, was music a big thing in your well, house? My mom is a music fan. She's not really fervent about it, but she loves music. Yeah, she's not like a crazy record collector. Did she like but... like when you were younger? Did you guys dance and stuff when oh, a song yeah, would we come off? Like danced, you guys yeah. always had a really good like. She, when she heard a good song, your mom always she like hit me some, to some cool shit. I mean, yeah, she was always listening to the Police and like uh, I mean, the Police, Simon and Garfunkel, Bruce Springsteen. Budgie, yeah, which is strange. That like, is a weird how one. How she knows about Budgie? My like, mom definitely. Would. <laughs> My mom knew about Alice Cooper. I'll tell you really quick. This is a funny, <laughs> funny story, and it, it's really uh, <laughs> interesting. My mom did not introduce me to Budgie, but she kind of did in a roundabout way. Yeah. I uh, didn't meet my father until I was in my 
pretty much 19, 19 or so, but my, and then, then I was, it was just a flash in the pan, and then when I had uh, my first son, he started coming around. Okay. So he was, I was in my early 20s, mid-20s, and uh, I was at his house with my kids, and you know, and he's like, oh, I have all these records, you know, um, I don't want them if you want to go through them. You know, You're more than welcome. Yeah, and so oh, shit. You know, one of the only ones that he had that I really wanted and been looking for was In For The Kill by Budgie. And so I was like, this is fucking awesome. And I was like, can I take this? And uh, he's like, yeah, go for it. I think I took like a Budgie record and like a couple other kind of obscure things and a couple records that he was like, I used to really like this. And I was like, oh, great, sticks. Like, yeah. But I'll take it just yeah. to kind of like be like, all right. Mr. Roboto is a jam. Yeah, yeah, right. So he, he gave me a handful of records, and um, I went home, and I was listening to that yeah. Budgie record, and my mom came to visit, and she's like, oh my God, is this Budgie? And I was like, yeah, it's Budgie. And uh, she's like, I have not heard this record since your father took it from, from me in the divorce. Oh, shit. She goes, where'd you find it? I was like, strangely enough, enough. I got it from, from him. And she's Papa. like, well, this is my record, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Yeah, right? Thanks, Mom. So was your, were you uh, attracted to music at a very young age? Yeah. So I think so. when did you pick up your first instrument, and what was it? I was a late bloomer. I did not pick up until I was about 17. And I was bass. Okay. My mother had uh, married this fella, and he he was in a high school band version of the guys ended up starting Ario Speedwagon. Oh wow! So he like kind of like he, he was their first bass player. Kind yeah, of kind of, yeah, yeah. He cottoned to me wanting to play, and that was like one of the only th memories I have him because I moved out promptly because I okay. got married when I was 16, oh, right, and right. that's no time to like move in with an authoritarian figure. Yeah, yeah. No, it's you not. Know? But no. he did buy me a bass, and he said, and he, he taught me a couple things. You know, you never curl, curl your thumb over the heads, or over the neck, yeah. because that's, that's Bush League. Yeah, yeah. Keep it flat on Keep the back. Keep it flat on the back, yeah. You know, so... Uh, so he showed you a little stuff, but he was yeah. still kind of like, you weren't, as a, as a stepfather, you weren't into dealing with his... Uh, no. Authoritarian stuff and no, you don't go. So you were, so you were kind of you, like this, I'm guessing this time period. What year would this be? Like you say, 16. Oh jeez. Like, uh, well, that would have been 24 years ago. Yeah. So that, yeah, 24 <laughs> yeah. years ago, that'd be 1992. Yeah, or so. So okay, that's so when I started like. So music was really starting to do stuff for you, starting to talk to you, really starting to yes. pull you in and, and giving very, you the idea of... Very much so, and then I I started writing songs immediately. What was, like, in 92, like, what was some of the stuff that you were listening to that really, like, was like, holy fuck, dude, I have to fucking play a, pick up an instrument and start uh, doing this? It's, some of it's usual suspects, you know. I, I always loved the police, all the stuff my mom would listen to, but I was really into, like, Sam I Am. Okay. Like, that really yeah, resonated yeah, yeah, yeah. with me. Yeah, uh, Good fucking band, that's why. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sam I Am, Gorilla Biscuits, Dag Nasty. Uh, trying to think. Bauhaus really yeah. did it for me. Um, so you got a you got you were you got a good introduction to New Wave then, like Bauhaus and Joy Division. And oh yeah, so you got a like, good introduction yeah, that was to music. Pretty pretty immediate. Like standard, probably yeah. for that area too. Cause oh yeah, like the Cure, like Bauhaus. Uh, yeah, you guys were getting into that shit. So that's, I mean, uh, '92 also like 
did 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 bands like Helmet or anything else like that grab you? Helmet was yeah. I liked Helmet. I didn't. I obviously they had their hit unsung yeah. or whatever, and I liked that it. That first album is a fucking is a is a beast. Everything yeah. else afterwards they turned into fucking. I think I got more. Kind of got me. Their dirtier stuff and like the AMREP stuff a little later. Yeah, yeah. Like in probably my early twenties. Yeah, yeah. When that, you can really understand that stuff yeah. a little better. Yeah. But I, I remember, you know, I mean, I really loved Tad. Oh, I was nice. A yeah, huge yeah. Tad fan, Eight Way Santa. That's a fucking amazing record. Yeah. I really loved. Um, I wasn't super huge on Nirvana, but I liked them. How about Afghan Wigs? Afghan Wigs was 19. I got in them at 19. I saw them at Tampa. And, and that's one of my favorite bands ever. Like, I, like, I mean, I nick more shit from Afghan Wigs than, like, Probably any band, and but the M- thing mucho is, grande yeah. respect, brother. Mucho, because I saw them in Tampa at the Florida Theater in Ybor yeah. City yeah. on a Sunday. Right, there were twelve people there. Wow, and like it was like couples, I've like seen... all couples, just sitting at these round tables with, yeah. on high chairs, and it was the loudest. They are the loudest <laughs> fucking band. They are like seriously, I think rated they, one of the loudest bands. They know their shit, man. Uh, they're, they're one of my, uh, my biggest influences. I awesome. think probably down the middle. Good to know. Down the middle of the band, like half of us like adore them, and the other half are like, oh, they don't yeah. like, get it, but they tolerate it. I've even had Neil, our bass player, say the reason I'm in this band is to make sure that you don't just sound like exactly like that. That's so fucking awesome show. Sure, no, I love them, man. Yeah, great band. And, and it's and I'm I'm totally unabashed about admitting it because nobody else is nicking from them. You know what's so funny is that you know? every time every time I even 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 I mentioned Afghan Woods to Davey. Yeah. And Davey's like, I love everybody. If you're punk as shit, yeah. or fucking a rocker or yeah. a pop person, and you say Afghan Wigs, everybody yeah. likes gets that. it. It like they get it. What's well, next? Like, there was something shit. about that fucking that I their love, shit. I love so the Twilight good. Singers too. Oh like, my god, right? Fantastic, like. And, and, and I can relate to what he's singing about. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like they're totally very good stories. We've all lived there. Yeah, yeah, right. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. We've all, all the anguish there. of girl for women yeah. and all the the tragedy of just, that. It's just guilt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, like, straight like, up guilt. Seriously, it's just Catholic. Fucking the Catholic <laughs> block, man. You know, my last name's O'Donnell. Even yeah, if I'm not a practicing Catholic, yeah, I've got, got hundreds it, right? of years of that built into my DNA. Yeah, right. You have no the choice but plenty of shit to cry about. <laughs> That's awesome. So you, so you, so so you picked up a bass. Uh, were you? Uh, did you jump right into like starting bands? Were you like right yeah, in, a, in a immediate. hurry? What was your first band you started? Oh, man. It was called, well, when I was 15, I was in a band called P&D, Post Nasal Drip. And like it, it was, like, just, like, I just sang. That's fucking 80s punk sounding. Yeah. I just sang. And, like, it was so fucking, it was, it was exactly Total what you Total garage band. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. Just dorky, little, like, pre- Three-chord, like, three-chord stuff. Mid-pubescent, yeah. like, fucking kids. It was terrible. Awesome. Uh, but I I felt pretty brave at the time to do it, especially in Peoria, Illinois. I mean, yeah. that was when, like any time I walked down the street, you'd get called a fag. Yeah, yeah, totally. Thrown at you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it, you know, so to be like to, to get a tattoo or to wear like a black flag shirt or to ride a skateboard in that you got town. Fucked with. No, yeah, I got the shit beat out of me. That's what Sarasota was like. Yeah. Sarasota, Florida, same way. There's, there's, there's a lot of rednecks at the time. There still is, but yeah. they're kind of like, all this has been, they're more acclimated. Yeah, now. yeah, definitely. Like, you know, now you have the X Games. Now you yeah. have 99X, alternative rock. So you kind of pulls like, them in. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah so bands they, like Godsmack to help pull in the rhythm. Yeah, you know, and it's like, oh, all right, well, you like you like heavy metal, all right, dude. You know, Godsmack and shit. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. If that keeps me yeah. from having to get involved <laughs> with you, sure. I love Godsmack. Sure thing, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the disturb. Disturb. Uh, what disturbing? Whatever, you know. But um, yeah, I started bands pretty immediate. Um, <laughs> I mean, and it wasn't until Planes, which was '97. That yeah. Then we kind of clicked. And I mean, even listening to that early, like the first, the first EP in general, like, which is a lot of people, they that's their favorite and like their yeah. thing. But I'm just like, dude, it's like looking at like a high school yearbook. I would like, imagine, you know, like was that was that something that you guys wrote all together? Like you guys wrote your own parts on that album, or was that something where somebody came in with ideas and like you guys I mean, worked off always, of that? Or do you guys were you guys always like a jam along band and yeah, wrote that way? In every incarnation of the band, like. We always worked with each other. I like the jam along stuff. That's yeah. every band I've ever been in was always we had to play I mean, it together and write it that way as as we yeah. progress because it didn't feel right if, if like one person came in and was like, here's the shit. Yeah, I mean I, a lot of it is kind of me, like I, I think I come in with like the most headstrong like right, like here's what I, here's my here's the I picture you have. Yeah, yeah, you know and like, but. I, I could could not even propose to, to tell you that I like could play anywhere on the level of those guys. So like I have to have them. But those guys take songs that I write and make them good. Right. Okay. So Do you know what I, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I, I'll yeah. have like a general sense idea of something. and something, and you lay it out, and then they take it and morph it into what you kind of. Yeah. I mean, they're all the bigger fucking, picture. They're all like world class musicians. So these guys are these are they all school? Kid, are they all kids that like went to school for music and stuff? No, none of them. Are they just just, just are, started early just and just always played it? Yeah, they're just lifers. Because I was a late starter, ba I didn't pick up bass till I was 24. Okay. So, so I mean, I, I started super late. As, I mean, you didn't start that late. I yeah. mean, 17's not that bad. At least you were still in fucking high school. Well, I just like to pretend it's late because I'm so miserable at instruments. <laughs> Dude, I got you. I, that's, I no. play bass, man. I, I I attempted to play so for so many years. Yes. Yeah. I don't I don't fuck around I, with the bass anymore. I always covered myself by having good guitarists with good pedals and a good drummer. I just cover and, myself you know, by always having three guys that can actually do what they yeah. need to do, and, I, and I'll do the rest. Yeah, the yeah. And the thing that works out is because they've told me before that they don't want to be doing what I'm doing. Right. See, there you go. That <laughs> you works know, then. You know what I mean? No, that's awesome. I mean, th so so you 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 start this band. Uh, you guys get this going, and you said you guys originally uh, split up in 2004. No, I think it was 2006. 2007. 2007. Well, it's weird. It's hard to say when we split up because we knew we were going to split up for quite some time. Yeah. But we wanted to try to like, res like respect our obligations. Yeah, you know? totally. And, like do like oh wait, we have these shows. Follow these through with your shit. Yeah. You know, be professional. And we also were dragging our boot hills because we didn't really want to break up. And yeah. No, like nobody really wanted me to move away. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Nobody really wanted to admit that it's what we had to do at the time you know right so we, we so pretty so like it was definitely uh, a difficult decision for all of you then to have to make to do that then yeah I think so I mean it affected us all on different levels and we all responded differently like, yeah totally. I mean like Chuck and Neil just immediately got busy with uh, 
other things like yeah. the start of the band called where they kept they focused on their band that they already had called Get Some and they they just fucking plowed through you know the next yeah. eight years and Mikey just went immediately to school oh wow okay you know and, and now he's like looking yeah he's He's like a microbiologist. Oh, wow. You know, like he's trying to save the world. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, no, that's I mean? cool, man. Uh, and then I just getting lived in my mom's basement for three years trying to be a, a functional human being and a good father. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I have a, a wonderful, wonderful lady in my life that kind of pulled me out of the the gutter yeah you know and like uh well, so, so you feel yeah. you feel for a little bit there you had a you had a downtime that you, you you felt that maybe you were uh you needed that that person to come along and pull you out i mean probably i know that i could that it's a good thing that the band was broke up because i don't think that it would have behooved me to be on the road in that state that state of mind yeah and then i i don't it's hard for me to say whether I needed somebody to come pick me up, but I'm thankful that they were there. Or just maybe someone there to lend you a hand, kind of yeah. deal. You know, like you turn around and then there's the hand waiting. Yeah. Like it's here for you if you need it, kind of. Yeah, thing, yeah, you know? just kind of like letting you know, like, hey, hey, I know you have potential to get your shit together, so get yeah. it together and I'll always be here for you. Yeah. No, I got you, one you of those. You know what I mean? I got like, one of those. She uh, definitely. She definitely uh, helped put me back together, you That's, know. And she's still, she's still. I mean, it sounds trite, but she's still my rock. She's still my mom. You know? Yeah. No. No, like, dude. I've been with my woman yeah. since '99, man. I know what you mean. If I, I would not be here or be alive if it wasn't for her. Yeah. You know, I know that, and I, 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 I can totally admit it, and I don't have. Yeah, Any qualms just, about it, you know. Sometimes you just gotta admit you were fucking up, and yeah, you I mean, needed I that hand. Severe, uh, <laughs> severe anxiety issues that I'm fighting, and I've been fighting for years. And I'm not saying that like a boohoo, woe is me thing, but it's hey, dude, nice I to take have Xanax and yeah. Ritalin every day. I oh, get okay. prescribed I, I, yeah. because I, I, I'm a very I've had hype, I've had panic attacks since I was like six or seven years old. There's no way to live, and it's not fun. It sucks because it's like you die a million times, yep. but you never get the actual respite of, of being dead. of being dead, and that sounds yeah. awful. No, because you I'm want not, it to be fucking over. Yeah, it's like yeah. you don't, and plus you don't and want another fucking panic yeah, attack. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a very good public service announcement. Like, oh, the thing you know is how you many like, friends of ours have them? A lot. I've had them. Rebello. Yeah. Right? He he had to fucking he had to have an ambulance come pick his shit up one time and bring him and he was having a panic attack. Yeah. When I two two days Terrible. after I started hanging out with my girl girl my wife now my girlfriend at the time. Sunday morning, right? Or Sunday afternoon, yeah. two o'clock, wake up hungover as fuck. She's like, I'm gonna go to Hogan's, man. I start fucking having a panic attack, can't breathe. Yeah. Numb. She comes in with a sandwich and she's like, I'm I'm like, I'm dying. Yeah. She's like, You're not dying, asshole. You're just hungover. You haven't. I'm like, you, you but I was like, no, yeah, exactly. Because I met have thought it. You know, I was like, Why do I feel like well, shit? It's a, oh, it's blah, a, blah, it's blah, a blah, circle blah. because I drink as much as I do to take the edge off of the panic. And then but you, then get you get drink it. too much and it causes the panic yeah. attacks just physically. Uh, yeah, it's, yep. it's it's fucking terrible. I had my first one, first full bore panic attack on when we our last show when we were breaking up in Denver. Oh wow! We got about sixty seconds into a song and I was just like, I can't fucking breathe. I can't breathe. I'm dying right now. I'm having a heart. I, ne- I had never had yeah, one before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took off 
I just threw my guitar down. You ran outside, didn't you? I ran out back, and uh, that's what I did. I was so. taking, taking. I was leaving. Like, yeah. I was just gonna run as far. I knew which way west was. Yeah. I was gonna run as far west as, until I died, so nobody had to see it. See, yeah. Because there's like 400 people there, you know. <laughs> but uh, our road You're like manager, a cat that knew he was gonna die. I'm yeah. out, bitches, and you yeah. won't find me. That's exactly what it is. I'm gonna go hit the swamp. Conversely, it was bad because that was the first show I ever tried to play without having even one single beer oh shit you know wow so that kind of that's a deep thing to think yeah. about as well like you knowing that the that uh the little crutch the yeah little smoothie over but i wrote yeah, manager sure. emily at the time grabbed me by the back of my shirt it says you're not going anywhere and i was lucky because there was two dudes backstage that i'm pretty pretty close with one of them's like a uh Fighter in a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and the other one is a physical therapist. Oh, so they, so they both like just like they ripped my shirt off, and then somebody got me. A, I, I it was gross, but it was a big glass of gin. I just slammed it, and they rubbed me down oh, and shit. put a bunch of ice on me because I felt like my skin was on fire. Yeah, dude, it's fucking like insane it, shit. It, it felt like scorched earth policy on my skin <laughs> like just I was like Jesus Christ everything's burning away yeah. and I changed colors here. yeah like, yeah you know and five minutes later luckily Chuck he's such a good guitar player he just did a five minute ten minute solo nice like just, just like a Neil Young just, kind of fucking thing soundtrack dead man soundtrack yeah thing, yeah you know and I came back out and <laughs> I'm not sure that people thought that we really like did they do that on purpose yeah yeah you know but it worked we finished, yeah. we finished the set and then, you know, intermittently I'd had panic attacks, but then it seems like whenever I get my shit together, something kind of takes it. traumatic happens or like blunt force happens. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. Like I had beat it. I had beat it so well and I knew that I was like never going to have another panic attack again. And then I got fucking rolled by a bunch of gangbangers in Peoria. Like just the shit knocked out of me. Wow. Like, like four guys right behind my house and like that did it like that pushed you back into yeah. that not being in control kind of thing yeah yeah you know and it was, uh, it was and then you know then I beat it for a while and then some other shit happened and then you know it comes back but I guess the theme here is shit's always gonna happen that's right so and you got no control and you don't have control <laughs> that's and that's right. fine and the theme i'm trying to learn especially balancing with like drinking and stuff is you can't always like use everything as an excuse yeah, that's right to drink that's right so much and i'm not saying i'm no teetotaler you know what i mean like i shit yeah. i'll probably have half a dozen beers from tonight you know yeah, yeah. when i get out of here but you can't beat yourself up and you can't numb yourself so much that you're not prepared to deal with life how yeah, it is. Yeah. And that's, I guess, what I'm trying to bring it around to is like why music's so important because it's so cathartic. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like it's not, for, for us, it's not about being like rock guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock band. Yeah, we, yeah. Know, we get all the chicks and beer. It's like, dude, we have to do this. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, thanks for bringing it around like that. That's a good way to make bring it to to where we need to. Because, man, um, I don't need to take any more time. I know you got a show coming up yeah. in a little bit. 
Uh, I just wanted to get, you know, sit down with you for a few minutes and talk to you and get get a little connection going here. Yeah, thanks. Uh, man, dude. I'm always I'm, up for it. You dude, know? I mean, like, this is something, like, this won't be the only time we talk. Like, yeah, yeah. This is something that's like anything else. Like, every six months to a year, I want to come back to all these people that I talk to and see where everyone's at. See where everybody grows. You yeah, know? you know, because, like, this is the thing, because, like, you're talking about growth. Yeah. You know, you you we've discussed so much growth that you've had in just such a short time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you can... Even if you drink and even if you have panic attacks, uh, one thing that people realize that there, there's the, the art out there that we love and, 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 and need so much has a big is a big part for us and, and, and yeah. it helps us deal with a lot of the the, the troubles and the and the and the things that we cause all need the anxiety. to feel and want to feel and need to feel a little less alone. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons we do what we do is we want to feel less alone. We want that connection, but that's right. we also if I could like just one one line help like one of my lyrics help somebody yeah. feel like holy shit I've been there it, I mean then that makes it all worth it yeah. I know that sounds corny but no it's that's that's true. what it's about that's why I'm doing this and show because I want people to know that that's, they're not alone they people people are, yeah they're always got someone to listen to and they all got somebody we're all to we're all trying to find with. home yeah exactly and maybe home is just having the peace of mind to know that you're not alone and know that there's a bunch of weirdos out yeah here, just like you out there that'll yeah. hang out with you and, and listen yeah exactly but dude thank you so much for doing this and spending the time to do it i really appreciate it's it very much really. dude thank you uh every y'all out there check uh give them the name uh so you got a new album tell them the name of the new uh, it's album it's called uh pray but uh yeah it's p-r-e-y it uh but blaine's was sacred for stars it's out on death wish okay um and, and you guys check it out please it's a fucking uh, uh, this this couple songs i listen to man i'm hearing so like I told you some of the cult in there yeah. uh, there's some fucking cool shit in there man I Thanks, like some really. of the stuff man there's some really cool shit going on in there Thanks. like I really like it and y'all need to check it out and uh, everybody have a great night uh, watch out for one another take care of one another be safe, be safe. Uh, if you have a chance try to support the North Dakota Pipeline in any way that you can this winter send Absolutely. blankets uh, send anything you can Help them out. They need all the help that they can because they're dealing with some tyrannous fucking bullshit. So uh, you all have a great night. Y'all watch out for one another. Take care of one another. And pigs, put your fucking guns down. Deuces.